hot mess mamas. I know what it feels like to chase your kids all day, drown in laundry, and put yourself last. I know what it feels like to look at the Pinterest moms and the perfect feeds and feel inadequate. But I want you to know that you don't have to feel that way because motherhood isn't perfect. It's beautifully imperfect. I'm here to help you let go of the stress of making motherhood something it's not meant to be for you and creating a super vibrant side to motherhood that fuels your heart and empowers your kids, but makes it more productive and effective for you. Hi, I'm Michelle Bird, and I'm here to walk you through simple, practical hacks that are going to make your life much easier and create more time and space for what actually matters. Fun! Fun forever memories with your kids. So hand out those afternoon snacks and toss in a load of laundry. Who are we kidding? Let's dig in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. Today, we're talking about easy tips to get your kids to eat healthy without a fight. Now, this includes picky eaters and fussy kids. Oh my, I can't tell you how many fights we had when they were (laughs) younger about eating picky things and not liking certain things, even today. Do you have picky eaters too? (laughs) Is it a fight to get them to try new things and eat healthy? Ah, yes. Do I give in sometimes? Yes. Especially times when it's been a long day, right? And it's at the end of the day and your kids are whining about dinner and they don't want to eat the orange that you put on their plate. I can say I am just out of energy and I'm not into a fight. So sometimes I give in and offer different things or have different suggestions, right? Oh, am I right? Sometimes it is just too much. So how do we get our kids to eat healthy without fighting with them, without taking over all of our energy? Because it takes away your energy, your happiness, and your joy when you have to fight over food with your kids. So how do we get them to eat healthy? Well, here are some helpful tricks that I have. Just found that they make dinner time less stressful and they're just a little bit easier for me to have on hand and to help my kids to eat healthy and to do it in a routine way where they don't even notice that they're eating healthy. So there's no fights. It's just kind of what we do. So let me share with you six really helpful tips that I have found have helped us. Also with this, I would strongly suggest if you are hungry or kind of hangry while you're making dinner for the kids or while you're doing dinner, grab an apple, grab something that you can cut up while you're hanging out and eat some pieces of apple so that you have a little bit more patience and a little bit more energy to deal with fussy kids. All right, let's jump on in. Number one, one of our rules is that our kids need to have a try bite of something or a no thank you bite, as we call it. (laughs) It's a bite of something that they're not excited about, that they don't really want to try. And our youngest one loves to take like the smallest possible bite, like a mouse bite. 
And we, we tell them, nope, you have to take an actual bite. Just try it. And if you don't like it, then say, no, thank you. If you do like it, you can have some more. But it is the funniest thing of what kind of things that they don't want to eat. Our youngest does not like to eat peaches. He doesn't like to eat strawberries or raspberries or blackberries, but he will eat blueberries. I don't know why, but we just roll with it. With the rule of the no thank you bite, we often hinge that on something that they would like. So just as if they were toddlers or they have always learned that try a bite. If you choose not to try it, then you're giving up your choice of having a dessert at the end of dinner. And so they get to choose. And that is just a huge piece of the puzzle is allowing them to have the choice because it allows you to stay calm and just take a deep breath of here is your option. Here's what you have to choose. You know the consequences and you just leave it in their court. So I have found that that makes me less stressed and then I can easily hand it back to them in their court. This is from Love and Logic. If you look up that parenting method and it's all about natural consequences and I just love it. It's all about natural consequences that are such good teachers for kids as they're growing to say, this is your choice. You can either leave your bike in the driveway and it might get run over and then you don't have a bike or you can put it away. Your choice. So a lot of things are just, you put it into their court of their choice and it helps give you a little bit more peace and clarity and makes it just simpler. So look up Love and Logic if you need any extra parenting tools. I know I found a really funny voice clip that I had saved on my phone from years and years ago. So our youngest is eight, and this is probably when he was three, and he was just screaming and crying that he didn't want to eat pizza. He hates pizza. He doesn't want to eat pizza. I don't even think he was eating pizza. I think he was eating a sandwich for lunch, but he just screamed and screamed that he doesn't like pizza. And now we listen to it and it's hilarious. So don't worry too much if your picky eaters won't eat whatever it is, have them do a try bite, a no thank you bite, and then move on. Number two, Give veggies first. So I learned this when they were toddlers of when they're super hungry, give them the stuff that they may not eat first on their plate. (laughs) So I would always have a bag of carrots, cucumbers, and peppers all ready to go. So it's cut up, ready just to put on the plate really quick. And that's what we still do because it's so easy and so fast and they're super hungry by the time we start making dinner. And so I can just get those out. They will eat their veggies first and there's no complaining and they eat them fine and they're hungry. And so it's just what they do now though. Of course, just like toddlers, they play war games with their veggies and they don't necessarily throw them, but they pretend that they're shooting at each other. So sometimes they'll even want more carrots or more of a certain vegetable so that they can have more ammunition. Just a thing. Maybe it's just a boy thing. I don't know. Do your, do your boys do that? Oh, the fun. 
Mealtime is never without some busyness, some funny, weird things. It's never a dull moment, shall we say. Number three is to make sure that your kids have a balanced meal. This is veggies, protein, a little bit of dairy, and some fruit. So in this, we really try not to give them a whole lot of sugar. And the choices that we have for dessert, as you call it, are pretty healthy. They're like crackers or they're Pop-Tarts, which are from Trader Joe's, which are pretty healthy. And yeah, basically just pretty healthy, low-key things. Sometimes I'll make for dessert toasted bread if we have old bread and put some butter on it and cinnamon and sugar. And that's their dessert. Or in the summer, we make some smoothies for dessert. So it just kind of varies. But Having a balanced meal, not too much sugar is really important. And this also applies to lunches because we really love our teachers. If anything through this pandemic has taught us to love our teachers. And so we don't want our teachers to hate us because we've given our kids too much sugar and they're bouncing off the walls. So we want to make sure that our kids have a balanced lunch. So this applies to making sure they have at least one protein. Maybe it's something that they liked the night before, one fruit and some veggies. And then sometimes we throw in something fun, like some crackers, or maybe our two of our boys like granola bars. So we'll throw in one of those. So it's kind of a little dessert, if you will, or a little yummy snack that they have, depending on what we have to use up and what we might have in the pantry. But definitely they get their veggies, their protein, and their fruit. And they usually love apples as their fruit because <laughs> they found that they can eat them really fast. And as a bonus, sometimes our kids do not eat their lunch at school. I know that's probably like most kids. They want to just get out and play. And so they don't have enough time to sit down and eat their lunch. So they'll eat like parts of it and then run out and play on the playground. And then at three o'clock when I pick them up, they'll be starving. <laughs> And so sometimes they end up eating their lunch in the car on the way home. And that just happens. And I'm hoping that as they grow older, they will learn that maybe they're hungry at lunchtime. But one more thing that doesn't really need to be a battle. Hey, Mama, this episode is sponsored by my favorite product line. Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep, and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM. Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. So number one, we have do a no thank you bite. Number two, offer those veggies first. Number three, make sure it's a balanced meal with veggies, protein, dairy, and fruit. Number four, have your kids help cook dinner. They're much less likely to dislike the meal if you get them involved in making it. So if you have some extra picky eaters 
and they're really not so sure about the onion that you put in or some peppers, have them take a try bite or at least help you with the meal. Maybe they can stir something or if they're a little bit older, chop up something so that it gives them a little bit more connection to what you're making. And so they're usually a little bit more apt to try it. Number five, limit their choices. So as I said, we really focus on not buying a lot of sugary stuff. I know there's some stuff that we have that does have, of course, sugar in it, like all things, but we really try to avoid buying lots of chips, buying Gatorade or other juices, buying candy, buying all that kind of stuff that has a lot of sugar already in it. (laughs) those processed things. So we like to have granola bars on hand. When I do health coaching, they have an amazing amount of granola bars that you can get and they're super healthy. I know they have vitamins in them and they'll sustain my kids for at least a couple hours. And so I know I can grab one of those and they're healthy, easy, ready to go. So grabbing something like that and just Limiting the choices, so not having junk and super sugary things in your pantry will help a whole lot because (laughs) that's what your kids are going to reach for. And you want them to be able to go into the pantry and reach for anything in there and know that it's pretty healthy and that you're not just giving them all sugar. So check the sugar content on the foods, on the snacks that you buy, and limit your choices. Maybe you find three or four really good snacks and just stick with those. We also always have fruit out, so our kids are always able to grab an apple, wash off the apple, and then eat it if they want, if they're hungry. And usually you can tell as a mom how hungry your kids are, right? If you tell them, oh, we only have apples for a snack, then they might say, nope, I don't want any. I'm not hungry anymore. So it's always an easy way to test out how hungry they might be. Number six, the last one is to give yourself some grace. As my kids like to remind me, the fact is that your taste buds change every 10 days. So remember that change does not happen overnight. Your picky eaters and your kiddos who drive you crazy and may fuss all the time will one day grow up and eat sushi and be fine. But just remember that it won't happen overnight and give yourself a little bit of grace. So number one, if you're taking notes, is to have a no thank you bite. Number two, give those veggies first. Let them chomp those down while they're hungry. Number three, have a balanced meal of veggies, protein, dairy, and some fruit. Number four, have your kids help cook dinner or help make lunches so that they're a little bit more connected to the meal. Number five, limit those choices. Be careful of the things you buy and definitely check that sugar content. Number six is give yourself some grace. Your kids will not always be picky eaters or fussy eaters. So give yourself a little bit of grace and know that things will change. Mealtime can always be such a stressful 
time, especially with super young kids. I think as my kids have grown older, it now becomes more of who can make who laugh, or sometimes they play other games at the table, or they check out maps and countries, or as I said, they pretend their veggies are bombs and have a war at the dinner table. So there's all kinds of other creative things that happen at the dinner table rather than screaming and yelling. Just know that your kids may change as they get a little bit older, less fussy and more weird and entertaining. So try these tips and definitely give yourself a bit of grace. These have worked for me and As I said, as our kids get older, they're becoming more adventurous, they'll try new things, and they're loving more things. So your kids will eventually grow up and eat sushi instead of peanut butter and jelly. They will branch out. So don't stress too much if they are super picky and just won't eat anything. The goal is to have a balanced meal, have options that they can choose that are healthy and good for them and teach them that this is why you have these things out, that their body needs protein, that it needs vitamins from veggies and from fruit. And these are the things that your body needs. So help your kiddos and teach them to eat healthy, to try new foods, even if they don't like it. But right now, the main goal is just to educate them, knowing fruits and veggies and protein and limit that processed food and sugar. Do your best, but don't let it be the hill that you die on because that's way too much stress. These are tiny hills in their life of mountains. So just remind yourself that it's not something that you want to have a huge fight over. The goal is to educate them and to teach them and have them try new things. But don't feel that you need to pull your hair out. As always, I would love it if you could leave a review. I read each one of them and it just warms my heart to hear that this podcast is uh, blessing other moms and going out into the airwaves and into your earbuds. It's so, so amazing. Just gives me so much joy. Please subscribe so that you won't miss a show. Also, if you subscribe or if you leave a review, thank you so much for leaving reviews and for subscribing. It just makes my heart so excited. Please come on over and join our Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. It's really fun hanging out over there. And I would love to hear about your kiddos and if any of these things help with those picky eaters or help you just not to go crazy and fight with your kids during dinner time. So hop on over. I would love to hear how these work for you. And if you have any other suggestions or tips and tricks that you do that help with dinner time. All right, now go and have an amazing, busy, vibrant day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot, in your Instagram stories and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, 
please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Thanks!